This is the In Focus podcast from the Hindu. Hello and welcome to the Hindu's In Focus podcast with me Amit Barua your host for this episode. Farmers are back at the barricades. This time they have been stopped by the Haryana police at the Punjab Haryana border. 22-year-old Shubkaran Singh has died in the protests. Farmer leaders have suspended the protest till February 29th when they will announce their next course of action. The agitating farmers affirm that there should be a legal guarantee for MSP purchases, but the center has instead come up with a 5-year contract to purchase pulses, maize and cotton from farmers that is in case they diversify their crops. So where does the agitation go from here? Where does the government stand? To discuss these issues, I'm joined by agricultural expert and analyst Devinder Sharma. Welcome to In Focus, Devinder ji. Thank you very much, sir. Devinder ji, please tell us what is behind this new protest by farmers. Well, all that I can uh, gather based on what we have been reading in the newspapers and so on is uh, primarily that the farmers uh, feel agitated uh, that uh, their demand for uh, granting a legal right for the minimum support price has not yet been taken up and uh, there is uh, uh, of course uh, anger over this uh, particular demand that has been echoed for quite some time and uh, they perhaps uh, to me it looks uh, they thought this is a perfect uh, subject on which uh, they can uh, protest and uh, raise their demands i think that is one thing which i which i understand and of course uh, the other is uh, that agriculture of course as we all know is passing through a terrible terrible distress and uh, given that distress situation the only way out is uh, granting a legal status to minimum support price uh, because uh, that would at least ensure that those farmers who are dependent on the markets and uh, have um, been uh, shortchanged by the by the markets uh, at least uh, 25 to 30% on an average is the uh, low price uh, lesser than what the msp is that is paid uh, to farmers and uh, so this is something which has hit their income and i think uh, this struggle to get out of that uh, uh, distress situation and demand a, a a kind of a respectable price is uh, what is perhaps leading to this uh, agitation devendra what is the difference in your view between the agitation of 2021 which we saw in november 21 led the government to withdraw the three unpopular uh, farm laws what is your in your view the distinction between then and now well at that time the objective was very clear the uh, farmers were looking up to uh, withdrawing uh, the or getting the laws withdrawn and the three contentious laws uh, although many people in the cities would think that this is what the future entailed for the farming community but i guess uh, farmers understood much better and uh, they they stood their ground and eventually the government had to withdraw the laws that was one but at the same time if you remember uh, you know the need or the demand for a, a legal mechanism for minimum support price had uh, uh, at that time been talked about but uh, the government tried to skirt that issue saying that they are setting up a committee which will look into the efficiency of minimum support price and uh, also uh, you know would consider uh, the issue of diversification and so on 
but uh, it did not talk about uh, legalizing MSP as uh, the one of the priority areas for that committee. So they had set up a committee which is still continuing with its exercise and the farmers also getting restless because uh, they haven't heard anything uh, as to where the conclusion or where the committee is uh, heading towards. And uh, so I think uh, that is what uh, is uh, one reason why the farmers are protesting now. Uh, you know, it has been about two years, more than two years uh, uh, after the after the first uh, protest that the farmers, uh, the iconic protest that the farmers uh, uh, had participated in. But this time, there is uh, the one difference the, that we can see is uh, it is a kind of a, uh, you know, not the entire Sengut Kisan Morcha or the uh, grouping uh, of farming communities at that time or the farming unions at that time is participating in this uh, protest. It is primarily led by two breakaway groups. Uh, and uh, uh, I don't know, and the SKM is um, uh, promising to support them from outside so far. That is what we see, uh, you know, and uh, uh, that is why many people think that, uh, you know, this uh, protest is quite different from the previous one because not everyone is in it. Right. And what is your sense? Uh, you know, there have been a few rounds of talks between the government and the farmers. And I understand that a a five-year plan for buying pulses, maize, and cotton from farmers has been proposed, and some cooperatives are supposed to buy this. And we also know that uh, the farmer leaders have reje had rejected this uh, proposal from the government. What is the proposal, and what do you make of it? Well, as you rightly said, the proposal was uh, that, uh, you know, for five crops, uh, the government would provide a, a minimum support price, which includes three pulses, uh, cotton and uh, maize. Uh, uh, the uh, objective being that if you are willing to diversify from paddy uh, and, and you announce that yes we are diversifying then the uh, you know uh, the mechanism of minimum support price will operate for that farmer or that uh, who, the group of farmers or so on and also the uh, one of the objectives of that particular um, proposal was, of course, uh, to diversify from paddy, but the other was also, it looks like, to, to push uh, farmers uh, through the back door to accept uh, contract farming because uh, uh, the government had said that the uh, NAFED and uh, NCDC would uh, be getting into a contract for five years uh, for the kind of prices that they would and the kind of uh, procurement that would take place would be done by these two agencies, but uh, it was as a contract. And I think uh, that I don't know why why the contract uh, uh, portion was brought in because uh, uh, contracts haven't helped anywhere in the world uh, as far as I know. And secondly, what happens after the contract? Why are we so keen to get into contract? That's the same kind of a um, you know market driven mechanism that is uh, what was being uh, forced onto farmers when the laws were brought in. And now through the back door, it seems that we trying to introduce them again. I think uh, that wasn't, uh, uh, you know, a fair kind of a proposal. I would say that if the government was very keen on diversifying, and this is not a new thing, sir, it is not an out-of-the-box uh, thinking, because since 1980s, Punjab uh, has been uh, concerned about diversifying from paddy, and we know there were two committees uh, headed by uh, distinguished economist um, S.S. Johal. He brought out the first uh, report, I think, in the 80s, and then sometimes later he again brought out the second report. There have been a lot of uh, exercise going on in Punjab, how to diversify from paddy. Uh, and also we have seen the former economic advisors suggesting the same uh, proposal that uh, or the same 
you know the the contours of the same proposal uh, earlier also so the point i'm trying to make is that uh, these things have been in the fray and i think if the government was serious earlier uh, it could have been achieved by now you know 1980s and we are now uh, you know in 2024 so it has taken so long i think there is something which tells us very clearly it was the lack of uh, intent that continued that allow farmers to continue with the paddy because they have no other choice uh, to move away from paddy and we know that paddy is environmentally um, not a crop that we should be uh, you know cultivating in a larger scale because after all we know that uh, water table has gone down drastically then there is a uh, the stubble burning and so on and uh, yes the the focus uh, should have been there on that proposal but uh, i think not at this time when the farmers are demanding a minimum uh, i'm sorry not minimum but in uh, you know legal mechanism for minimum support price for 23 crops which would benefit not only punjab but which would benefit farmers all across the country yeah can you explain to us you know this distinction because in punjab largely farmers are selling on msp so are these farmers who are agitating are they talking about the rest of the country or are they talking about punjab or are they talking about both that is true that you know farmers are getting minimum support price but then uh, often farmers have been demanding uh, uh, minimum support price for for uh, basmati rice for potato and for other crops that uh, sometimes the prices for which crash also we know when the farmers want to diversify from paddy the other crops that alternate crops for which they can divert to one of them is maize now maize uh, the the prices may be let's say around 2000 rupees per quintal but what the farmers have been getting in the market is about 900 to about 12 13 14 100 often or uh, more often than not and the the result is that uh, you know if they diversify to maize they incur losses so that's one reason why uh, you know the farmers have been reluctant to move away from paddy now having said this uh, uh, the 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 issue of uh, farmers taking up a a bigger cause Uh, which means uh, they want a legal mechanism for 23 crops uh, you know ensuring that at least 80% of the of the crop production in the country would be taken care of if uh, if uh, they get a, a mechanism legal mechan- mechanism or legal right for minimum support price is what the farmers are aiming at and i think one must appreciate that the punjab farmers are standing up for the for the farmers of the rest of the community what is uh, of the country what is wrong in that i think we should all be happy that a little better of farmers are standing up for the farmers in the rest of the country devinderji in a in a not tweet now also next you have said that only 14% of farmers can sell their produce at msp rates is that correct yes you know i remember when shantakumar committee uh, was looking into the role of fci at that time when i had uh, been invited to uh, you know uh, present my views before the committee this is where finally it cropped up uh, after what i had raised anyway forget about that but i think it what came out interesting was that only 6% farmers were getting msp that is what it was found out at that particular time now 6% farmers getting msp in india and uh, today the you know the number is 14% uh, this is because parliament has been informed 
that 14% farmers in India are getting MSP now, which means besides wheat and paddy, some cotton, some pulses, sometimes oil seeds, you know, these are the crops which uh, get covered. Anyway, 14% farmers getting MSP would mean that 86% farmers are dependent on the market. If markets were so benevolent, please tell me why would farmers continue demanding MSP to be a legal mechanism? So it is very clear that markets have been exploitative and uh, farmers haven't got the right kind of a price. That is the reason why, uh, you know, the 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 income of uh, an average uh, farming household is at the bottom of the pyramid and uh, you know if the farmers were to get a little better off uh, let's say uh, a kind of a price relatively better price uh, you know 25 30% increase in the price is quite a quite a significant um, uh, jump for the farming community which of course as i said 86% of them are living in a situation where where they are, they are suffering losses. So to me, it looks to be a, a wonderful opportunity to to set course or set the the uh, you know the, the the kind of a correction that we need in the in the pricing policy as far as agriculture is concerned. Similarly, we saw in the previous agitation, uh, you know, the large appetite that the farmers from Punjab had for the protests. Do you think we will be entering into a similar kind of situation? What is your reading? And also, as we know, uh, elections to the Lok Sabha are you know, barely two months away. So do you think that uh, this protest may be prolonged or you think it will be a shorter one? What is your sense? What is your analysis? Well, I can't say because uh, because the leaders can uh, can come and comment on this. Uh, I'm sure you'll agree. But what we gather or what we hear or what our understanding is based on what is happening at the border in Shambhu and so on is that um, the, this time the uh, protest is not, as I said, uh, as... Uh, uh, what should I say? What is the word for it? Uh, you know, uh, let's say it encompasses all the kinds of different factions of the farmer unions. This is a. It hasn't happened. B. You know, there there a lot of people think there are ego clashes and so on between the between the farmer leaders. But uh, nevertheless, I think uh, uh, the more we delay uh, a solution or amicable solution, I think more and more farmers will join. That is quite evident because there is a kind of restlessness that uh, is being reported every other day in the newspapers here that uh, farmers want uh, or they are forcing their leaders to uh, settle their issues and uh, start uh, supporting uh, the farmers' agitation. So I think um, it, it will be much better if the government realizes as well as the farming community realizes that an amicable solution as uh, soon as possible is in the interest of peace in this particular region. And, and what is your sense, uh, Devinderji? Uh, we see that uh, Bhagwant Man, the Punjab chief minister, has been acting like a go-between between the centre and the agitating farmer leaders. Now, is that a role that he should be playing? And, you know, is that something which uh, might work? Well, I think the people who were in those meetings uh, have uh, not been very comfortable with Mr. Bhagwant Man uh, playing the role of a mediator. And uh, they have... Uh, uh, you know, one reason may be that uh, it is believed that Mr. Bhagwant Man is close to, uh, you know, one or two of the leaders uh, who are uh, on protest. But uh, the others feel that uh, I think Mr. Bhagwant Man should stay away from, uh, you know, being a, a go in between and so on. Uh, I don't know what happens in future, but this is just the impression that we we, we get from talking to farmers and so on.
And why do you think, uh, you did mention that there were divisions among the farmer leaders and, you know, the major unions has, have so far kept away from uh, the agitation, though they, I understand they're in conversation with the agitating leaders as well. So what is your sense? A broader unity could be possible or is that something which uh, might prove elusive given the differences that exist? Well, as I said earlier, the more we delay, a kind of a positive response, the more you will say farmers joining this movement. That is what is quite evident. And I think uh, farmer leaders who are now trying to give an impression that they're going to join uh, from outside or let's say support from outside may eventually jump in, uh, you know, if uh, it uh, lingers on. So that is why I say it is better if there is a kind of amicable solution arrived at as quickly as possible. And uh, Devindri, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Farming is a rather core business for India. You know, a vast number of our people are engaged in farming. Uh, is there, and uh, you know, you in your interview to the Indian Express recently, you spoke of the kind of subsidies that are given abroad for farming. So is there a case for extending a direct subsidy to farmers in India like it's done in Western countries? Well, in the Western countries, first of all, let's be very clear that uh, farmers there are not happy with the kind of incentives or subsidy they are getting. You know, many of them have begun to realize or begun to say that uh, we do not need incentives. So what we need is uh, a kind of a correct value for our produce. And uh, this is what the European farmers are saying. In fact, uh, one of the factions of the farmer unions in France, uh, when they met the uh, president, uh, Mr. Macron, recently, uh, let's say last week, they have presented him a kind of a document uh, which says that there should be or there is a need for an agriculture price uh, fixed. And uh, they, they want that there should be no purchase uh, below that price. And this is what Indian farmers are saying. You know, when minimum support price is legalized, what they are demanding is that the government doesn't have to procure everything. Uh, you know, this, it becomes a kind of a benchmark below which no trading takes place. Now, when you look at America, in America, as we all know, this um, uh, the demand is for income parity. And when I say income parity, it means a guaranteed price. You know, in their language, it is income parity. Uh, income parity in Europe, it is uh, uh, providing the right value for their produce. In in India, it is a minimum support price being legalized. So if you see around or if you see globally, the demand for farmers is that they need a, a fixed price for their or a guaranteed price for their produce because they've realized, you know, when you provide subsidies, it is okay at uh, one point or the other, but subsequently the government would pull back, uh, you know, under one pressure or the other, like it happened in Germany uh, when the subsidies for diesel for agriculture equipment was pulled out, pulled down, and as a result of which the farmers uh, went on a strike. Uh, and of course, they eventually got some more subsidies, but the fact of the matter is uh, uh, they are not happy with the kind of subsidies that are being doled out. Also, let us not forget that uh, globally, if the markets were so benevolent, there was no need for these countries, the rich countries, the OECD, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, uh, to provide a subsidy support of uh, over 260 $60 billion dollars. 
this sub support is only uh, happening because uh, because the markets haven't uh, you know uh, been helpful to the farmers now this clearly shows that markets everywhere have failed uh, to provide farmers with an enhanced income and i think it is time to take a real look at uh, markets there is nothing sacrosanct about markets that we should stick on to it i think uh, uh, there is a need for tinkering with it or there is need for a course correction uh, you know which makes uh, it uh, you know for sure that farmers must get a guaranteed income because in if you look at globally uh, i find that uh, every industry when it uh, puts up a product or comes out with a product it has a price tag you know whether you buy a pen or whether you buy a watch or whether you buy air conditioner uh, everything has a price tag uh, and of course markets are operating but uh, the industry puts up the uh, product in the market after fixing a price and it is not left to the markets to decide the price it is only in agriculture that uh, there is no price fixed for the farm produce and uh, this is part of the economic design global economic design because uh, they must have thought those people who designed that uh, or put it on the paper must have thought that um, you know the the only way uh, for the economy to to go in the sense that the industry would uh, uh, grow is uh, by uh, by allowing uh, uh, you know the industry and the others to exploit uh, the the farm uh, trade by way of uh, keeping the prices open now that is what uh, i have been saying that if there is a price tag for every kind of industrial produce why there is no price tag for agriculture produce you know why is it that the farmers let's say bring tomato uh, you know after the harvest and they don't know whether it will sell for 2 rupees or whether it will sell for 100 rupees and often uh, you know it is 2 uh, rupees or 3 rupees and the farmers have to throw away their 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 produce on the streets when did you see a pen maker throwing the pen on the streets when did you see a car maker saying that uh, you know the cars are not not getting sold so it is uh, available for 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 a for a discount you know the point i'm trying to make is that you know very cleverly they have seen that the rest of the industry uh, doesn't suffer the consequences of market uh, operating freely but it is agriculture which remains a victim or or is uh, uh, paying a price for uh, not getting a price tag for their produce so i think msp is the right mechanism to ensure that there is a price tag on agriculture produce and this is absolutely essential for the well-being of the farming community but is there a sense uh, in india that that the market must be allowed to operate and that was the probably the thinking behind the farm laws also that were brought and uh, there are there's a lot of writing in the establishment you know that comes out against uh, msp so what is your sense i mean this trust deficit you know between the farmers and the government on this issue do you think it can be bridged yes it can be bridged provided the mainline economists are taken care of why i am saying this is because they are the ones who are pushing this market phenomena and they are the ones who are adamant that markets only can be efficiently deciding what is the right price for a farm produce but i think they are wrong as I, as i gave you the 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 picture that globally markets have failed if markets have failed why are we sticking on to a failed uh, you know proposal that the that india is being asked to follow i think we should move away from these markets when i say move away means you should tinker markets in a way that the that the negative impact is uh, is uh, taken care of you know for instance let's look into another interesting uh, parallel development i think which should be an eye opener for all of us you know you remember the uh, government employees used to get a pension scheme which was which is now called as old pension scheme and uh, government brought in the new pension scheme which is market linked 
Now the point is, if it, it was a pen, this new market, this new pension scheme, which was market linked, was giving farmer, giving employees a better, uh, you know, pension, they would have been very happy doing, uh, happy, you know, uh, with that pension. But now, why is it that uh, employees are protesting in various states, saying that we should revert back to uh, old pension scheme because markets have failed to deliver what what was being anticipated by the by the employees? Now the point I'm trying to make is, if markets were so good, I'm sure the employees would have welcomed it and uh, wouldn't have called for that we need to go back to old pension scheme. And look at what the government has done. They set up a committee and the committee itself has announced that we will be tinkering with the markets to ensure that the employees get 40% of the last pay drawn as pension. Now, the, this is the same I'm saying. If you can tinker with the markets, quote unquote, and ensure that the employees get at least 40% of the last pay drawn, why can't you tinker with markets here and ensure that the farmers get a, a legal uh, you know, uh, right for their MSP minimum support price? I think if you can do it for the employees there, you can do it for the farmers here also. Now, the point is, if, if economists still go on saying that, no, 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 you know, we can't do without markets and so, so on, I personally feel that we should at least now uh, realize that if markets are so good, please ensure that the mainland economists, their salaries are linked to markets. Let them demonstrate to the country that markets are wonderful. And I'm sure farmers would then rethink whether markets are good or whether MSP has to be given a kind of a legal mechanism. Why can't why can't the why can't the economist salaries be be linked to markets? I would be very happy if they can demonstrate that yes, this is the kind of uh, um, market support that we need. Please do that, and then let the let the country know that you have demonstrated it, and now you should also you know you know be 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 accepting this this market dominance in agriculture. That is the point I'm trying to make. But you know, getting your own salary, own you know a fabulous salary uh, fixed, and then also your pension fixed, and so on and so forth, and asking farmers to be to remain dependent on the on the volatility with the markets is rather unfair. Let let them demonstrate that this is a fair mechanism. Well, Devinder Sharma, those are all interesting arguments, especially the case you make about the old pension scheme versus the new pension scheme. Thank you so much for talking to the Hindus in Focus podcast. And I look forward to having your expertise again on our podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Amitji. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.